Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Did we just become best friends? Yup! Fantasy, best friends forever. Our number two, Fantasy Best Friends Forever, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, that is Frank Stanfield, and for hour number two, we are joined by the closer, Chris Fetcher. What's up, Chris? What's up? What's up? It's your boy! Like I'm that. here. See, that sounds great. A little backup. It sounds great, man. Uh, it's working great. I like it's, it? Yeah, it's perfect. No doubt. How you guys doing? Not yeah. great, Ventura. No, not no, great. Not to be honest, Giancarlo. In GST, we have shares of Giancarlo Stain, and yeah. waivers ran last night, mm-hmm. so we can't add anyone, and we don't have a backup outfielder. So, empty so now slot. we have to use Stanton in our lineup this week. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Greg just got uh, from a source that Stanton's going to miss the next two to six weeks. That's what really? I've seen. Yeah. Two to six. I mean, so that's a wide range of it, it, it is. Be. Probably be like two to so four. Annoying. Bicep te- uh, bicep strain. Strain, right. Because I didn't, I didn't like Stanton. Like, I bash him a lot of the time. Half of it is joking. Half of it is reality. Like, he strikes out too much. Seems like he puts a lot of pressure on himself. You saw it over the weekend. Anytime he has runners in scoring position, it's just like he's just like flailing, swinging the bat, like mm-hmm. swinging and missing at anything. It's like he can't hit <laughs> off-speed pitches. I don't know why I drafted him. I drafted him in two locations, and now I got to deal with this. In one of my home leagues, I have Murphy and Stanton. Yeah, that's rough. And it's a 10-day week because it's head-to-head. So they're just in my lineup. I'm just taking zeros for the rest of the week. Yeah, a lot of people I feel like are doing that. Incredibly frustrating, so. man. It is frustrating. You know, I have one with, like that with Olsen and uh, I believe Hampson's dude, in there. Dude, it's, well, Hampson's going to start all week. I hope. I mean, he didn't start yesterday. He didn't start yesterday. He didn't start right? yesterday. I know that. I, know start. I don't know for sure. I don't know for sure. Yeah. I hope he does. Uh, right now, I'm thinking about Beckham everywhere. And well, the, I believe, I'm not mistaken, Colorado's in Tampa now for the next couple of days. It means they have a DH, which means Hampson uh, better start. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. That's true. Good point. That's true. Theor- the- theoretically. Mm-hmm. Um, so... We're also dealing with a Matt Olson problem, which is ridiculous because it's in a league which is had a second waiver run. <laughs> we're still dealing with a Matt Olson problem. Still in the lineup? Yeah. No, no, he's not in the lineup. He's on our DL spot, but mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. The way Yahoo does everything is like when you pick players up, you can't use them for the next day, like the next period that's up. So it's oh, weird. Like we still have Tyler yeah. O'Neill as our utility hitter. It's, it's very frustrating. Even though we picked up Colton Wong, we can't put him in our and lineup. And this is yet. a daily. No, 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 it's no it's a oh, okay, okay. I did email him this morning. That was weird. Man. I did email him this morning suggesting that we should go back to daily because this is a joke. Yeah, I'm thinking about going to daily too. But this is part of you know that this is why I don't like Yahoo, man. <laughs> I mean, why is this? Why is this a thing where if you pick up a player on a Sunday night, yeah. overnight, mm-hmm. why can't he be in your lineup for Monday? He, he, like they don't have him for that. So period. he can. There's actually a setting that he could change to make that happen. I believe. Well, we're, we're going to find out. I'm not getting involved. I'll tell you right now, it's better than ESPN because ESPN doesn't even allow you to draft the guy and he won't go right into the DL. 
You have to literally draft him. He goes on your bench. You have to put him on the, yeah, the and same then way. pick him up. Yeah, he's the same way. Uh, everyone's the same way. Because CBS is the same way, right too. To the IL. No, 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 no. You have to wait till the draft is over, which is what I did. And you know what I, what I did in, in this home league draft is I stashed Gregory Polanco and Kyle yeah. Seeger because I have two IL spots, so I like to draft injured guys, and I'll stash him. But now I have Stanton and Murphy. <laughs> so, I mean, that didn't last very long. Overstock. So I'm going to have to drop Kyle Seeger. I don't want to drop Polanco. I'd like to stash him if I can. It's a keeper league. Yeah. These are the decisions that we're faced with already. Yeah. Two weeks into the season, Murphy and... Uh, not even. One not week even into the season, weeks. Murphy and Stanton. And it wasn't even... And we didn't even, like, see these things, right? Like, it's just like, Stanton... I thought it was an April Fool's joke. Murphy was kind of out of nowhere, too. Today's I didn't April see that. 1st. That's what I'm saying. Both of them were out of nowhere. I thought it was an April Fool's joke for Stanton. <laughs> you it serious? April Fool's how did, Like, how did you... Strain your bicep. Yeah. Dude, your bicep's like 30 inches. He's maybe, probably trying to swing th- too hard. And just, maybe that's why he was 0 for 2 with three walks and left four guys on base and struck out twice. Yeah, he didn't make contact yesterday. It was a joke. Yeah, he couldn't make contact. He never makes contact. <laughs> you <laughs> drafted him because Dude, of the power. This, you hate this guy. You drafted him, though. He costs a lot. I get it. He costs a lot for the risk. You drafted him in the second round. Late second round, we drafted that's, him. That still costs a lot. Oh, well, yeah. But like, oh, I... You're expecting, I know, I know. He has the upside to hit 50 home runs. Exactly. He also has the upside to uh, strain his bicep. Yep. He does all this stuff <laughs> for his bicep, and he's already strained it. By the way. <laughs> Great job. Great job, Stan. How about this? You're a bum. He's jacked for no reason. Shane Green, two for two, Frank. All right, let's go. Two for two, Back Shane Green. Saves, baby. Let's go, Tigers. There you go. Shane Green. Oh, my, my ti- my Close tiger. is a mess. What was that? <laughs> what was that? I'm not going to do it again. What you got to do that again. What are you no, doing? I can't do it again. I missed it. Alex, please tell me you got that on camera. Yeah. He, he did. I didn't really oh, do much got with that it. on camera. Oh my god, that was that was intense. <laughs> Let's go, Tigers! You gotta give that to us. I'm not gonna do it. Again. You gotta give that. To that us was us. my Cam Stewart. Cam Stewart likes to like do the sound of. Yeah, whatever yeah I, I know. I, I'm a big fan of game time decisions. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Let's go, Tigers! Oh, oh, it. that was it. <laughs> he gave a sound with it, <laughs> Arr, like a Shane Arr. Green. <laughs> I don't know what you were about to do. <laughs> hey man, look, look at the Tigers. Uh, Matthew Boyd, Yo, he, Gordon Zimmerman, and Matt Moore. Yeah. Who knew? All you need was the Blue Jays offense to make these guys look like a Cy Young Award winner. This is why I like Boyd, though. His velocity's up. I like that. He, he, did, get hit. Of, he did get hit eventually. He had a ton of swinging strikes, too, over the week. Yeah, he was one of the highest. You posted that. He was, I think, uh, second Spencer of that Turnbull day. Spencer Turnbull, too, Greggy. I but, saw Spencer Turnbull. Mm-hmm. He had a strikeout, uh, a strikeout per inning. I gotta love the ball. Well, let me ask you: Are we overreacting about some of these starters? Yes, gems? of course oh, yes. you are. That's what I'm saying. Like, Definitely. I mean, Matt Thornton, <laughs> 8K gem Thornton. Yeah, Thornton yesterday for the uh, for the Blue Jays. But uh, Matt Boyd on Friday night, 19 swinging strikes. It's a lot. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. He's a little tantalized. Yeah, he had eight eight swinging strikes on his fastball, eight swinging strikes on his slider. There's a lot of these guys who were just kind of in this same tier with the Marlins guys. With uh, with Matt Shoemaker, it's kind of like if you play in a deeper league, add him and see what you can get out of them. If you play in a ten or twelve team league, maybe you just add him to the watch list and speculate and, and you see what happens. Again, Pablo Lopez is the one to me where I'm, I'm going to put him up a little bit higher than the rest of these guys. Why do you? Why Pablo? Pablo Lopez, uh, Lopez because of the uptick in velocity, like Modica said about mm-hmm. him. Uh, he had a ton of swinging strikes on Saturday against a good Rockies lineup. Mm-hmm. He had seven strikeouts and zero walks. All throughout the minors, he was a good control pitcher. He gets a lot of ground balls, too. So if he can get strikeouts now with not walking guys and getting ground Perfect balls formula. and pitching in mm-hmm. Miami, there's a lot to like there with Pablo Lopez. The only thing you're not going to get is wins, probably. But who cares? But who cares? Hey, but he, uh, did he get the wins? Get the wins now? 
He did, right? He did. Yeah. He'll get his fish. He'll get yeah. some. Yeah, there's a lot of guys in the, in this tier. I think another one who's ahead of this tier, Greg, who's in the same boat as Pablo Lopez, who should be owned. We got to talk about him right now. Corbin Burns and what he did yesterday. Get right into Corbin Burns because the uh, fantasy tutor was going nuts with Corbin Burns yeah. yesterday. He had, what, nine up, nine down, nine strikeouts? Yeah, he had yeah. nine strikeouts through three innings. He reco- recorded all of his outs via the strikeout yesterday <laughs> uh, with Corbin Burns. And- 12 Ks, one walk. On yeah. the day. And, uh, you know, I was, uh, I was, I was reading or listening to, uh, what pitcher list our buddy Nick Pollock had to say about him. And it has a ridiculous, like, cut fastball, uh, but then also has a really, really good slider. Um, and I mentioned, I mentioned recently, I think of the Brewers starting pitchers, I think he has the most upside of, yeah. of the Brandon Woodruff and the Freddie Peralta, uh, that group. I mean, even Julius Chassin. I don't think he has a ton of upside, but uh, yeah, yesterday for, for Corbin Burns, 18. Winging strikes, nine on the fastball, uh, which it, they call it a four-seamer, but it, it kind of has some cut action to it, and then eight on the slider of his 22 pitches. I worry that he's dependent on just two pitches. You know how I feel about that, Greg. Mm-hmm. Maybe long-term he's... That might catch up to him later in the season. Long-term he's more so projects as a, as a reliever type, but if he could develop a third pitch, uh, you know, the first time through the league, they're not, they're not going to know what to do with him. So even if it's only two pitches, the fact that he's getting as many swings and misses and strikeouts... Uh, I think he should be open. He's a good first half. You know, him and Pablo Lopez are, to me, like the two must-own guys from the week. You know who has one strikeout? Chris Archer. Chris Archer. 3-2 count. Paints him on the inside corner. Oh, he's pumped. Matt Carpenter started walking to first base, and Jerry Lane said, You're out. You're out. He Beautiful. Go. I like um, Archer. I'm with you with the Archer. He looks cool now, by the way, with these dreads. With these, like, I love the Pirates dreads. Yeah, they, they match his jersey. Yeah. He's, like black he's, got the bla- he's got the black and yellow dreads. Oh, he's got the gold dread, too? Oh, yeah. Because Tatis has full blonde yeah, 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 platinum. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what. Dude, I love it. Did you see the you first gotta game? You got to do that then. You got to do that. I'm going to do You got to come in here with like the blonde tied into your hair. But not a lot of blonde. I'm going to do a little bit. A little blonde. bit, yeah. but Because a lot would be crazy. It's going to be I'd your, like your homage to Fernando Tatis Jr. I love the Padres. Me and Steve upstairs are falling in love with the Padres. If you're a real Padres quickly. fan, then I got to see the blonde reds. Yeah. No, did you see him with uh, the first game? They were wearing the brown and gold trim jersey. Yeah. The gold he's trim matches his got hair. The big gold oh. chain. And he was getting pumped too. when he hit the triple off the wall, and then he scored a run. He gave a pound to Machado. That was almost. That was almost. That team a looks sick. That, that team loves each other too. Fernando. Tatis. Yeah. He's ripping already. Anyway, Chris Archer's dreads. I like him. Greg, who would you rather own between Pablo Lopez and Corbin Burns? Because I think some people might have that dilemma. I'm going to take Corbin Burns. Play for a better team, better chance of the wins. Um, a tougher ballpark to pitch in. Absolutely. Saw that yesterday. As good as he was, he still allowed four earned runs. Yeah. Absolutely. He got hit. Yeah. Jerry Lane's killing me right now, Frank. Why is that? Because all, all Archer just keeps doing is throwing oh, that strikes. was a beautiful pitch. I just saw it. Are you it kidding? Great slider down. In what? The what? You can't have a better pitch than that. <laughs> no, you know, that's the Paul Goldschmidt effect, though. Is it? Yeah, well, you give the stars. Res- you give the respect to the yeah. yeah stars usually get star, you know? no respect. It's because Archer goes to his second consecutive full count now. Okay, I mean this is part of the issues. He walks a lot of guys. He gets the the pitch count up. I mean this is part of the issues with Chris Archer. I got to put on MLB TV right now. <laughs> what are we doing? I got it on too. <laughs> you want to jo- you want to join you want to join us in here? Oh, the Dreads Burns, do look as good sick. as he was yesterday. Twelve right? strikeouts allowed three home runs yesterday. Yeah, four earned runs. So. I can see, you know, I think you can make the argument for either here. Like, yeah, while Corbin Burns plays for the better team, might get more run support, plays in a tougher division. Well, actually, well, no, tough the division. tough division. They're both, both very plays, tough yeah. divisions. But tougher spot in terms of his environment to pitch in in Miller Park rather than Marlins Park. Right. Uh, who, who would you rather have between Pablo Lopez and Corbin Burns? I'm with Greg. I was, I, what, I, what I saw from Burns, he also got That's real. Awesome. Yeah, and he got very emotional at one point. You know, I think he got a big out, uh, and just, I, like I love that. that. I love guys that get into it. 
Uh, so, uh, you know, listen, I, I see upside, obviously, the 12Ks, the one walk, similar to Pablo. I just think that, uh, you know, it's close, but Burns would be the guy for me. Same thing as Greg said, the Brewers, great line of good run support. Uh, I think, you know, he'll pitch well, even though he's in Miller Park. He'll get tattooed here and there, but you're not paying for him. You're picking up a free agent, you know? Brady, another one. Lucas Giolito takes a no-hitter into the seventh. We know the prospect pedigree. We've been waiting a long time now. Uh, for Giolito, kind of unraveled a little bit in that seventh inning, uh, gives up a few runs, but still ends up with eight strikeouts. I know it, this again is like he did it against the Royals, so you take it with a grain of salt. But he faced an inferior, inferior opponent, and look, the top of their lineup is still very good. Yeah, they still have Whit Merrifield. They still have Alberto Mondesi's raking. Jorge yeah. Soler is off to a good start too. So Alex Gordon, top, Alex Gordon, uh, you know, crafty I, I, I veteran, purposely crafty skipped veteran. over him for a reason, Greg. <laughs> uh, the top of that lineup is good. The rest Hunter of it, Doja. And not then if so, you had Billy so Hamilton much. in the back as a one, two, three, Billy Hamilton out of Bertha Montes, you Merrifield. That's pretty speed. Talk Gio, about speed. Gilito has my attention. Again, I think he's in the mix with the re- with a lot of these guys here, Greg. I mean, you don't want to do the Gilito thing yet? I'm just nervous by the Gilito thing. Take a wait and see I, approach. I, I, he's I feel like people. the second I pick him up, it's going to be a disaster. Yeah, yeah. He's going to just blow it up. <laughs> yeah, I could see that happening. But it's, look, he's had the prospect pedigree for a long time. Absolutely. Um. You know, the command was good yesterday. That's really what I got to see from Giolito is that his command, uh, while he's been in the majors, has been terrible, but had 15 swinging strikes. He had at least four swinging strikes on three different pitches yesterday. Mm-hmm. He came on a slider, he had four. His changeup, he had four. And in his four-seam fastball, he had six swinging strikes yesterday and averaged 93.5 miles per hour. So, mm-hmm. Giolito, another one of these guys. Interesting. Adding him to the scout team. Let's see. Let's see. And this, is, this is a big prospect, right? But here's the thing. Uh, me and uh, Steve were talking about this, too. Do you pick up these pitchers now, or like we'd rather wait? I think for three starts, two more starts, and then maybe I'm I'll stop so buying. So you can't. You obviously can't do that with everybody. You can't do that with everybody, right? If you miss out on these guys, then they what? go yeah. on to be all right. Well, this year's like Trevor Williams, let's say for example, something like that. Then they're not going to be on your team. They're going to be on someone else's team. But I understand why it's tough because you know this early in the season, it's kind of hard to find players to drop. Yeah, because obviously you drafted these players for a reason because you like them. They're something that you like, so. You don't want to overreact too much the other way and drop someone on your team right. on your bench who's not performing yet because clearly you like that player for a reason. It's, right. it's but, early. But a lot of these pitchers, they have upside. We've heard these names for a while now, yeah. Greg. Giolito, the Marlins guys, Johnny Chirinos. Uh, a lot of uh, fantasy pundits have been on, in on him dating back to last year. So right. there is upside. No, they, they, there's potential in these guys. I just be careful because, like, you know, then there's guys like Carlos Carrasco who we know is a guaranteed very good pitcher and you, you're not dropping him and oh, got definitely. completely shelled I never uh, yesterday. Or was it, yeah, yesterday, right? Carrasco got shelled. and yes, he did against the Twins. My Twinkies, baby. Let's your go. Twinkies. And, uh, you know, you're not going to drop Carrasco. You know what he is. That's the thing. It's, a, it's tough because you look at it both ways. You're not going to drop Carrasco and you look at the other way. Are you going to pick up a Pablo Lopez? And the answer is it depends. If you're really desperate for some pitching, maybe yes. If you're not, you know, you wait it out. Yeah. It's dangerous. It is dangerous because it can totally blow you up. could ruin a week for you in, in weekly leagues or could just blow up those roto standings and it really hurts you to kind of come back from that. So I agree. Maybe taking a break, taking a day or two or, or a start or two rather mm-hmm. and seeing how it plays out first. Because as you mentioned, Frank, you draft the guys for a reason. You want right. to see if it's going to pan out. Right. Now, I want to get into the, the Houston guys where we saw my man Wade Miley pitch yesterday. And I was excited about Wade Miley. And Miley didn't pitch all that bad, right? He allowed, um, he had, 
Basically, just Austin Meadows. That was it. Mm. Austin Meadows. Who is that? Say it again. Oh, he loves it. Say it loud. He's say it proud, right baby. Austin Meadows. I guess he's a left-handed pitcher, by the way. Austin Meadows has three hits all year, two of which have gone for home runs. Yes, they have. Yeah. He also has a stolen base. He has a bag. Yep. He does. Uh, Wade Miley struck out four, didn't walk anybody, so he was okay. He did a quality start. It was okay. Mm-hmm. He did give you a quality start. I like the fact that he didn't walk anyone, Greg. He lived inside the zone. I watched a lot of the start. Uh, that's why he gave up eight hits. Tampa Bay, they always do this. They don't have any household names in their lineup. But they're really. scrappy. I mean, they have Tommy Pham. They have Austin Meadows. But Tommy again, Pham fits the scrappy mold perfectly. Yeah. He's like the top. He's the best of the scrappy mold. Their entire <laughs> rotation. Uh, I mean, their entire lineup is just scrappy guys. So yeah. Austin Meadows, I love to see him uh, in the middle of the lineup still yesterday against a lefty. He's going to play every day. He's Leading off whenever they've uh, been going against right-handed pitching. So I'm seeing a big year coming from Austin Meadows. But just getting back to your guy, Wade Miley, Greg, uh, I had a few decisions, right? Do I want to try and pick up some of these Marlins starting pitchers or a Chirinos? And a, a lot of my teams, the worst pitcher I had was Wade Miley. So what did you do? Do I drop him yet? So in one league, in um, the pit league, the in-house league that we play in here together, I picked up Corbin Burns and I dropped Wade Miley. Yeah. Just because I I'm think cool he has it. more upside. Mm-hmm. And I think Pablo Lopez, I'll do it for Pablo Lopez, too, again. To I me. like this guy, Chirinos, too. Those are the two top guys for me, Pablo Lopez and Burns. I would drop Miley for either one of those guys. Mm-hmm. But the rest of them, I'm still going to hold Wade Miley because I, I, I think there could be some good here. With, uh, obviously, pitching for the You end. know, I buy that as well. We're going to yeah. continue going around the majors, uh, hitters and pitchers that stood out to us from this weekend and kind of break it down as only we can. Fantasy Best for Best Forever, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 So here's the Angels lineup. We got Calhoun, Trout, Justin Bohr batting third, Angleton Simmons batting fourth, Pool Holes five, Coach Art six, Listella seven. Lucroy 8. You may disagree with me, and I know you said it's about the money. If I'm Mike Trout, and that's my lineup behind me, I'm not happy. Trout seemed like a guy that was kind of loyal, liked it there, and decided to stay. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network. 
Archer, exactly. Chris Ventra, Frank Stample, Greg Sussman. It sounds like you were. What's up? Big fan? Ben Black? I wasn't a big fan. What yeah, me neither. I like the first one. Wasn't ever the really like... a lot, actually. I don't remember the second one. I actually saw the third one in movie theaters when I... Uh, third one, third one was when bad. When I worked as a uh, camp counselor. That was one of our field trips. Makes sense. Nice. But I actually kind of like the third movie. I don't, I don't think I saw it. Yeah. Can't blame you. <laughs> I saw the third one. I don't remember it very well, but I think it was just bad. There was a girl, right? I don't remember. Yeah. You know my memory, Grant. Yeah, that's this was something. Like seven, eight years ago. Yeah. That probably didn't even drop into the memory bank. You know what I mean? Sometimes it drops and disappears, but sometimes it doesn't even drop. They actually filmed the scene of it close to where I live. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. Did you see Tony Shalhoub there? No, not. <laughs> I didn't go to, you know, stake out the, uh, the, <laughs> the men in black actors and actresses. Judy saw a, uh, a famous chef when we were going food, when we were food shopping yesterday. Who? Mark Murphy. Some guy, some guy she watches on the Food Network. She literally just bumped into, she literally bumped into him. Randomly, yeah. She was just like looking for uh, some vegetable. And she just like... Well, turns, that was her first mistake. And turns around and bumps into him. And she's just like, oh my God, you're Mark Murphy. And he's just like, yes, but can we not make a scene, please? As we said? <laughs> And she's just like... That's hilarious. From Mark Murphy. And she's just like... Can we not make a seat? Wait. And she just walked away. <laughs> what a D-bag. It was hysterical. <laughs> Mark Murphy. All right, I'm looking up now. Very, so, very generic looking gentleman. Yeah, just looks like, it looks just like a, a white dude. You don't really have much about on, on Mark Murphy. A lot of people probably don't notice him, though. I am. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't do... Literally just in the supermarket. You probably. do the cooking shows a lot, Greg? Judy loves them. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever... What are we swinging at, Mark? Who was the one that used to... Uh, have like the catchphrase was that Emerald Gas? Yes. What did he say? Bam, bam, bam. yeah, bam. Salt. Oh, you, salt, salt bay. bay. That's another guy. It's separate. You do guy. that when you cook, Greg. Bam. No. Throw some red pepper flakes in there. <laughs> bam. I, I just just keep going like this. That's my move when it comes to red pepper flakes. Speaking of red pepper flakes, talk to me about, about this. to eat some lunch right after this, Greg. The Don, my pops, has sent you a dish of spaghetti and meatballs for the day. I can't See? believe it. What a good guy. Yeah. Is it a nice portion? Is it a nice size portion? The down one you know where it's down. coming from. The down one my house. down. Oh, my God. Yeah, so yeah you're not going to be able to move after you eat. Oh, <laughs> That's exactly how I That's feel That's true. Day. Frank, every day at about 2.40, you just see him like, you see, you see this. Go to my camera here. You just see him like, I'll give you my impression. He goes like this. <laughs> His eyes are open. He's sleeping. <laughs> and we're just like, I'm just like, Frank, are you all right? He's like. <laughs> Clearly not. Immobile. Immobile. <laughs> Well, it's going to happen to both of us today. Greg. That's why we don't eat lunch before the program. Right. Because we'll fall asleep right here right. on the show. This so show would be a disaster. Honestly, I mean, even more than it already is. You guys know, like, I, I, I try to eat, like, a light lunch or a relatively healthy lunch. Like, the last time I had this big lunch, I had like, like, quesadillas from bread and butter. Yeah. I ate, like, one, one of the triangles and gave the rest away because I was like, oh, I can't do this. And now I feel <laughs> See like. how much food you eat from, uh, from my dad. Today. I don't know. Italian food, I can't stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Italian it's food, I can't hear. stop. Um. I wanted to get into the Mets game from yesterday. Mets and Nats. 6-5. Nats come away with the victory. Uh, Sean Doolittle blows the save and winds up getting the win. Your man Zach Wheeler, Frank. Five innings, six hits, four runs. Uh, most of the damage comes from Trey Turner's three-run bomb. Other than that, pitched pretty well. What do you think of Wheeler's performance? Yeah, I was watching this game. Uh, it was, can I get that pitch back? 
was one mistake against Trey Turner. He hit a three-run bomb. And when I say bomb, it was a bomb. Yeah. Trey Turner, man, awesome already. Hits two home runs yesterday, his first two of the year. One was Steals a another drive. base. So two homers, four stolen bases. Hell of a start. Yep. Basically doing everything that you could have asked Trey Turner over the first weekend of baseball. But uh, it was, you know, one mistake that was really, you know, the three-run homer there uh, against Zach Wheeler. The pitch count got up early in the game. Still had seven strikeouts against the only one walk. Washington Nationals lineup. Only one walk. So seven strikeouts to one walk over five innings uh, for Wheeler. And he I wouldn't had, worry. Yeah. Uh, he had 11 swinging strikes. I would have liked to see more than 11 swinging strikes. But uh, I thought it was a solid performance. It was, you know... One mistake that he left over the right. plate. It's his first outing, and you're playing the Nat, you know, Nats lineup. They're a smart lineup, veteran lineup. You know, you got Trey Turner in there who's a superstar. Greg, a lot of pitchers their first time through here have sucked. Absolutely. Weird. Most of them. We I mentioned think. Carrasco. He got bombed. Walker Bueller yesterday got bombed, bombed. too. Chris Sale on opening day. I mean, you know, he didn't get bombed. John Lester. About that. John Lester. John Lester. Not. Not you pitched a little, a nice right, little You got your stuff. lone quality start from John Lester this year. <laughs> I think it's time to drop. Yeah. I don't disagree. I'm trying to trade him away. <laughs> There you go. Name value. Who else got Sheldon? Snell, Sale, Granky. Yeah. Find the only person pitches. in your league who remembers when John Lester was good. I mean, outside of you, obviously. Darvish. Sheld. Darvish. Sheld. I was watching this the game. Darvish too, thing on was Saturday. weird. He had completely. six walks in the first two innings. Yeah. I, it, Not look, good. We know that Darvish struggles with command, but that was it was really bad, man. He, you know, he wasn't. It was basically a walk or strikeout, and every at bat was going to three two. Mm-hmm. I think he only went like two plus innings. Yeah, it, it was crazy. It was, it was, Saturday, yeah. it was terrible. Eduardo Rodriguez first start of the season. Shall Rick, too, Rick right? Porcello got this. Ivaldi, let's go Mariners, baby, let's go. Ivaldi also. Red Ivaldi. Sox. The Red Sox, Sox got rocked. Yeah, the Red Sox pitching just like this is the Red Sox pitching I was waiting for last October. Exactly. It never happened. This is why I'm not in on the Red Sox winning the division because I'm afraid that these guys could get shelled at any moment, like Ivaldi. Well, well, the Yankees, no Stanton, no Aaron Hicks, no Didi. Our oh, defense looks Severino. Bad. Yeah. Everyone's Remember hurt. Tansis? Too, so I don't, I don't know. Who's yeah. going to win this division? Tampa Bay. Probably Let's go. Probably Tampa Bay. <laughs> Tampa Bay. Probably the Yankees. I feel, yeah, yeah. I feel pretty good about that opportunity. Yeah, they'll be all right once, you know, they get going. You know, what's about to happen in this game? Frank, uh, Frank and Ventra. Is he walking everybody I'm waiting right, right now? Uh, he's not. Oh. Josh Bell. It's a big spot for Josh hey, Bell. Boy. Oh. Two oh, men on, up, one out. Third. Bottom of the Let's first go. is a I need a home big here. spot from Josh Bell. Let's go. We get a Second live. Second and third. I know. Oh, we get wow. a live BFF's homer from Josh Bell. Bell. That would be beautiful. That would be that would be something. That would be hype. We're going to have Venture running laps around the room. Yeah. I think he will. <laughs> Three laps. I got him in the pit leagues. I love, I like I love the weekend, uh, the first weekend victory laps, Greg. Those yeah. are- oh, my God. I should read you some of these. Te- oh, we just text messages right now from my league. Oh, this please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a dude uh, just joined our league this year, and he's not really part of like a core group of friends, right? So he's, he's, I guess, my step-cousin in a way, which is how he's in the league, but he cares a lot. And that's all I ask for, right? You care a lot. Like, when you're in the league... That's important, yeah. That's literally all I'm asking for is that you care. So somebody, he, he likes to call out people. So he sent me a text message today. He's got Stanton. He's frustrated. So somebody before the season started, uh, Jeremy, uh, J. Wolf Studios here, wrote, like, a rankings and, and ranked his team last. So he goes... Tell Jerry my team 11, is 11-1 is 11-1 this week, and he knows nothing about baseball. And Stan contributed nothing but like seven walks. I was like, curb stopping Jeff. Wow. Tell him a man of a text me himself. <laughs> I really hope that he wow. ends up losing 12 to It's awesome. He just got into the league, and he's talking trash. Oh, yeah. Yeah? It's great. Wow. It's great. I would be kind of pissed if I came to him into the league, and all of a sudden you ranked me last, like, you know, as a ranking system. 
Who cares? That would kind of piss me off. But Who I wouldn't cares? say anything, I don't think. Yeah, I don't Let your team do the talking. Oh, the hate is wrong. Oh, late strike goal on that, Frank. Sorry, Chris. Yeah, 2 1 count. You know, he's 5 for 10 with a homer against Adam Wainwright in his career. Did you just read that on the broadcast? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> nice little factoid. Not sure if you saw that. I'm not sure if you saw that. Are you watching the, the Cardinals broadcast or the Pirates broadcast? Uh, I'm watching, I think the Cardinals. Oh, no, no, the Pirates, Pirates, home, home team broadcast, yes. Yeah, I'm watching the Pirate broadcast. Oh, no. That's uh, right. Anthony Rizzo special, RBI It's an RBI. I'll take the RBI. Yeah, so we owe all. You guys he are hits little, too many ground balls. This you guys are a little said. ahead of me. I don't like that. Yeah, we are. You guys are a little ahead This is what Frank said. Sorry. He hits too many ground balls. That was, can't hit a ground ball there. Hit that in the air. Hit that ball in the air right there. Come on. To be honest, you, got an RBI. To be honest it's basically the same it's thing. Struck out. I know, but like at it's least... It's literally the same thing as a sack fly. Right, right, but... Yeah, but if you hit the ball in the air, it has, it's not it has a chance of finding some open ground. Right, and a sack fly a doesn't count as an at-bat. Like sack fly does not count as an at-bat. That was an out. About yeah. launching. I'm just talking about the run home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one... Fine, he gets an RBI. It's good. It's good for him. It's fine. No, it's fine. Uh, for the Nationals, your boy Pat Corbin, Frankie, six innings, seven minutes, two runs, two walks. He struck out four. Uh, he was cruising along uh, as well, really right through six innings. He, he pitched really well. Yeah, Patty Corbin from yesterday had uh, 14 swinging strikes. I haven't, I haven't looked into the velocity yet. I wanted to see where he was at. So uh, the fastball velocity was 90.9 miles per hour yesterday for Patrick Corbin. So that's something that I want to keep an eye on because when he started the year really hot last year, Greg, he was up around 92, sometimes hitting 93. Uh, and then he hit that lull in the season where he was hitting 90. He was you know, at 89. Uh, he had a min. Look at his, his fastball velocity. He had a minimum of 87.7 yesterday, but a maximum of 93. I like the wide range. all over the place for Patrick Corbin yesterday. That's good, though, no? And swinging strikes on a slider. I mean, you know that's bread and butter. Does, as, long as, as long as he's got the slider. Do you think he's maybe doing that on purpose? Because, like, I remember, you know, certain guys like Verlander, when he was losing velocity, would throw... A 95 mile power fastball, a 91 mile or 92 mile power fastball. He'd mix it up. Yeah, like it's take a little off. He's doing consciously, maybe. Right, right. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, because you don't really see a range of fastball velocity that, that far. Exactly. Right, six miles per hour, right? From 87.7 to 93. You don't yeah. normally see that. So it's a big, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's, uh, that's a way that, uh, that's something that Patrick Corbin likes to do to keep hitters off balance. Is yeah. Maybe he's got a two seamer. Two different t- yeah. types of fastballs and then. And he has the slider because it's really just fastball slider. For mm-hmm. He only threw four curveballs and three changeups out of 94 pitches. Wow. It was basically a lot of fastball and slider. Yeah. Maybe he throws like a two-seamer that goes the other way, opposite of the uh, slider. Uh, let's pay attention to the slider usage. Remember when we had Matt Stryker on a week ago today, last Monday, he said he was off Patrick Corbin because he throws the slider so much, he thinks that might attribute to an injury at some point. Mm. See what happens with the slider usage and uh, specifically the outcome for Patrick Corbin. I feel Absolutely. like I feel like curveball would lead to more injury than the slider because the curveball is the slider snap- that does more. I thought it was. I think it's the slider that does more because you throw you're not it with really so snapping your wrist than a curveball. with a slider though, right? You're snapping your wrist with a curveball. I think it's more torque on your elbow when you throw right. a slider because you're throwing it on when an you throw angle it hard. You're throwing I, it on a little bit of an angle. I do want to. I, I do want to note uh, in this lineup for the Nationals, and you, you tweeted about this, Frank Drink. Victor Robles fighting 455 on the year. Mm. Hasn't walked yet, but another really good outing here uh, for, for Victor Robles. Uh, Anthony Rendon's also off to a nice start this year. So um, we talked about Trey Turner. So that's really getting it done uh, early on against his best pitching staff, which is pretty good. Oh, uh, yeah. Wainwright's getting shelled. Doubled by Colin Moran. Is that? Why, why are we? Why are we upset about this? Is run support for Chris Archer? Oh no, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so not. I'm not upset about it. I'm just not in on Wainwright. 
That's a three-zip lead for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yes, that was Colin Moran. Moran double. Uh, just wow. Frankie Cervelli coming all the way around from first base. Yeah, the Frankie. Getting, getting Hustle, back. Got Frankie, him. huh? Got him. Getting he's back to Mr. Nice Robles, Greg. I, uh, I tweeted out over the weekend that he's going to be leading off before the end of April. You did say that. I, uh, Who? A lot, a lot of people responded. Who? Didn't really agree. <laughs> didn't really agree. What, Frankie? Victor Robles. Oh, no, Victor I said Victor Robles will be leading off of the Nationals before the end of April. I think it's more so a chance of Adam Eaton getting hurt. Sure. Adam Eaton has played well so far. He's yeah, bad. you can't take him out right well, That's the thing with Adam Eaton. Whenever he's in the lineup, he's, he usually he produces. Yeah. Well, Victor Robles, like, are you going to keep him hitting ninth when he's, I don't know, hitting this well, Greg? I'd bet him fifth. I don't think so, but like, again, three games. Yeah, but two doubles yesterday, one against Wheeler, one against Robert Gazelman. He hit a home run against Noah Syndergaard on Saturday. Yeah. Why do you need Zimmerman fifth? Put Robles fifth. He's better. I want to make sure he runs, though, so yeah. I don't know I want him fifth. Oh, there's really oh, no it, spot. But it would be so fun if it was like Robles Turner at the top of the lineup. Or Turner Robles. Yeah, I know. Way. It'd be great. <laughs> It'd be awesome. That means fine. Yeah. But just He's not going to go into those. Not as fun yeah. as Victor Robles. Come on, guys. Your Twinkie, your Twinkies, Frank, are 2-0 oh, as Nelson Cruz uh, went yard yesterday for the first time. 2-1. My Twinkies are 2-0. Did I say that? Yeah, they're 2-1. 2-0. I thought you said 2-0. I thought you said 2-1. I'm sorry. Well, they're 2-1 uh, regardless. Yes. Nelson Cruz, big game yesterday, hits a dinger. That's what I was, yeah, that's what I was going to hit. Jorge Polanco, multi-hit game. <laughs> CJ Crone, multi-hit game. Jonathan Scope, multi-hit game. And Williams Estudio, everyone's favorite. This guy's like a folk hero on Twitter. All right, Roto- All right Mr. Roto Wait, World. Well, why? Frank's just reading Roto World before. <laughs> Did they actually say that about him? Did they call him a folk hero? That, I, yes. I didn't know they called him that. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I swear okay. I didn't know that. No, because that's the reaction. Every time any, this guy does anything, Twitter freaks out. Oh, Williams Estudio, not going to strike out, not going to walk today, but I guarantee you he's going to get a few hits. This is what people say. Like, every, uh, people love him. Mm. I'm already, I'm out on it. Because whenever, I'm out on things, like, everyone loves something, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. That's why I was always. Everyone loves Williams Estudio. Yeah, he's the next great thing. Oh, he's a huge fat guy who hits a bunch of doubles. All right, sure. He is a catcher, though. That's fine. I liked him coming into the year. He is a catcher, though, so I would definitely keep him on the watch list. So it's be here no, I mean, he's owned in two catcher leagues. He's owned for sure. Oh, two catcher leagues, yeah. But the thing is, he's not going to play every day. But people like him because when he plays, if he plays three times a week, he's not going to walk. He's not going to strike out. I can get a lot of hits. Has Francisco Mejia played yet? Yes. Yeah? He played uh, yesterday, I think. I think he played yesterday. Yeah. Very bad, Greg. He didn't do good, yeah. It's only one game, though, right, guys? Yeah. He's only, he's one only game. played one game. But I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, Greg. Neither do I, Frank. Good guy. He's going to be on the... You made his draft, Francisco Mejia. He's, he's, he's in the second part of the platoon. because. You know. Francisco Mejia has four at-bats in the season, Greg. Right, it's one day. Yeah. Over four with a strikeout. Oh, okay, you know. I'd say it could be worse, but it probably uh, can't. Austin <laughs> Hedges has eight at-bats. Yes. He's four for eight. Yeah. It's an RBI. That's, that's bad. He's performing quite well. And he's a great defensive catcher, so he's going to see his time. For Mejia here. It's only one weekend, though. I wouldn't give up But, on, you know, yeah, Willington yeah. Castillo, I believe, he's only played one game, too. Two. He, he's played, or he's in the lineup today for a second one. Excuse me. Yeah. Are we really going to get a split between him and, what, James McCann? It's ridiculous. <sighs> come on, This is man. the catch-up world we live Eve in. Eve Castillo, right? come on. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, and the inning for that. Byron Buxton batting 400 in the early going, which is nice. He struck out twice, has not stolen a base yet or hit for a home run. Three of his four hits, doubles. Yeah. So pretty good for Byron Buxton. Yeah, kind of hard for the ball to fly out in Minnesota. It's a bigger park, and plus it was really, really cold there right. over the weekend. In the summer, it'll be good. I, I watched a few at-bats for Buxton yesterday about, uh, against Carrasco. Absolutely squared one up, a double off the wall. Which, it's great. You know, if it was warm up, maybe it flies over the wall. But yeah. uh, Byron Buxton, it's good to see him carrying over some of what he was doing in the spring into the early part of the season. Season here, uh, 
guy. He's a streaky guy, so you want him to get his confidence up early and yeah. hopefully build. He's up. a confidence guy, big time. Because yeah. when he was doing horrible, and it was you know, I don't know if it was he last year or before. Yeah, he would just K every at bat. He looked completely lost at the plate. He didn't know when to swing or what pitches to swing at. To see confidence in him and him ripping balls, you know, down like doubles like that. That's very important. I think that could carry a long way for him. Frank Cole Hamels got bombed. Yes, he did. Well, you know, he was going up against the Lionel Shield, so obviously it's pretty tough. Match. The Lionel's Ye- first day. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday for me in this Cubs-Rangers game, which finished 11-10, it was one of those things where they score 11 runs, and I have two Rangers on my team. Ah, this, this is going to be good. Oh. Rugnet Odor, <laughs> nice little 0 for 4. Rugnet Odor, 0 for 4. Elvis Andres, 1 for 5. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> and they're right in the heart of the lineup. Right in the heart <laughs> of the lineup. And I think a big takeaway here was, once again against the lefty, no Shinsu Chu. Hunter yeah. Pence in the lineup against the, the thing. lefty. Batting fifth. And he had two hits. That, that, that's you know even more so than the fact that he's playing, is if he performs well when they play him against lefties, they're not going to take him out of the lineup. So yeah. if you own Shinsu Chu, I, own, I think I have two shares of him. Looks like he's just not playing against lefties. Which means... They he, asked him about it on opening day, and he was not happy. No? He still views himself as an everyday player. So. He's 36. How old is he? 36? He's old. Look, he's a DH. He could still. He was an everyday DH last year. Yeah, he, he was very good. At he it. could hit. Yeah, I know that. I mean, here's the thing, though. If you're in a weekly league, you can't hold him. Lefties last year. You can't hold him in a weekly league because then he's missing two games of the week, probably at least. Well, maybe maybe they actually are on something here because last year against lefties, two twenty with a six thirty eight OPS. He only hit two of his twenty one home runs against lefties. Can take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. Some more thoughts. That's all I got. Stick around. <laughs> The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Make it rain. When you've got Zion Williamson on the court, the final six minutes, the fact that he only gets one shot off and you're not running it through him, I don't, I forever will not understand it. If I'm a Duke fan, that's what I want to know the answers to this morning is why didn't Krzyzewski call a timeout and say, listen, we are going to live and we are going to die, but it's going through Zion. It's not going through R.J. Barrett. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The morning after. Virginia was the regular season champions. Who won the ACC tournament? Was it Virginia? Duke won the ACC tournament. Did they? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure, wasn't it? Ooh. This is what I talk about in which people don't care about these conference tournaments. They, they do yeah. at the time, but nobody remembers a week later. Yeah, exactly. This is the only tournament that matters. Like, I, I can't believe we have to look up what happened last week, two weeks ago. It feels like there's been a million games since then. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Back 
back with you on the Fantasy Best Friends Forever Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Greg Sussman, Chris Venture, and the Unfun Police. Thanks, now. <laughs> that would be me. That's Hello. you. Hello, how are you doing? Happy Monday. How did you guys sleep over the weekend? Greg? How did I sleep over the weekend? Poorly one of the nights because was coughing all night. Disaster. Last night, great. You got to stick her on the couch again like you used to. <laughs> Last night was great. Was that oh, that was good. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was good. It kind of sound like the... <laughs> no, nah, was that actually what I did? One more time! <laughs> it so- that sounds like the, the little beast thing from uh, Stranger Things. That, is <laughs> that awesome. sounds like, I don't know, whatever whatever sound that makes. <laughs> That's right. It sounds like a cougar or something. That's a, a tiger, tiger, baby. That's, That's a Shane Green. <laughs> I'm not going to make the sound. You can just Come on! Rewind it and listen back. Yeah. Venture, how'd you sleep over the weekend? Up and down. Oh, sick. I can't wait till this comes back. What a great intro song. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> Through the cougar. In I there. said last year that if I if I had a walk-up sa- uh, song for, for as a baseball player, I would walk up to the Stranger Things theme song. It's not a pump-up, though, though. It doesn't, like, you would oh, want a pump-up song. Pumped. This gets this you pumped? This actually gets me pumped. I don't know why. But it's like, it's like mellow, weird, it's you know? It's a mellow but thing. My thinking is it would kind of like psych out the pitcher, you know? Like if a pitcher heard that, he'd probably be like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> That's my thinking. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, there's a lot of good walk-up songs that I could give you. I can't, uh, you know. What else is popular this time of year that I can dislike? Game of Thrones. No, I love, I, I, I'm all <laughs> in on Game of Thrones. Yeah. But I could see why someone would dislike. Like if you've never watched Game of Thrones and it's all people are talking about, I could see why you'd be would annoying. Hate it. Yeah, I guess I don't have any shares of Williams at Studio, so maybe that's why I don't like it. Like everyone's talking about how fun it is to own them, and I don't own them. So maybe I'm just salty. No, maybe no. I'm like the salt police. No, listen, I think you have something there because <laughs> I, I listen. Like Derek G, his whole career, everybody loved him so much. He said all the right things. It kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I was one of those guys. I'm with so you I don't on like that, actually. the most like. I'm with guy. you on yeah. that, and I think most Yankee fans would probably kill me. Yeah, obviously, I love Jeter, everything that he's done, yeah. but. But he wasn't my favorite player ever because yeah, it was everyone's favorite player. Uh, yeah. Right. I agree. I was always big Bernie and Tino guy. And uh, yeah, I like guys, guys with attitude. Like, I like uh, Gary Sheffield was one of my favorite Yankees. Oh, steroids. Dave, nice. David Justice. Guys like that. I like that. Did guys you like, like Giambi that. too? Steroids? Of course, I like Giambi. Yeah. Love Giambi. I loved, I loved when he did the mustache. Oh, yeah. I think that's going to be my next <laughs> venture, Greg. Mustache? Just, just the mustache. I'm going to shave everything else. Just keep the mustache. Greg He's not like feeling it. it. Not feeling it. Venture, you do it with me? Shave everything? I, I can't do the mustache. mustache. I can't do the mustache. Why? Just come on. I mean, you're, I, think you're, I think you're going to come in with a, a thing here. The chin shove. Yeah, I know. I, I, I got too lazy. It's I a didn't soul shave. patch. Um, I would yeah. rather. Either See, you yeah, go, my head don't go in right. Either you go patchy, with just the patchy. full mustache, mm-hmm. nothing else, or just the soul patch. Just the soul patch. Save, uh, shave See, the mustache and everything else. See, the thing is. That I do. What are you going to do, Greg? Nothing. Because <laughs> you guys we're like, here, we're trying to have fun. Like, we're the fantasy best friends forever. We're supposed to be the show of the people. <laughs> we're supposed to have fun, and you don't ever want to do anything fun. Although I will say, the fact that like you have your shirt unbuttoned as oh, much I was going to say today, that. Yeah, I think that's very, very fun. Like, look at that. No one else fun. can see it on the air, but I can see it because I'm in studio. You have like a few like that's all I got chest pubes that are going. That's, on it. Right that's there. very like uh, 1980s Brooklyn Italian right there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But you don't have any hair. That's, that's like. <laughs> You got to rub something on your chest to make it grow in. I don't know what you got to do, but you got to take a few more like shots of whiskey. It's been thirty-one. It's been thirty-one years. I don't think anyone's coming in. I don't think any, anything's coming in either, Greg. Yeah, I appreciate the effort though. Yeah, because when I was editing the NBA video from this morning, I said, "Why the hell does Greg have his shirt down so low?" <laughs>
<laughs> and now he's getting self-conscious, and now he's bugging. No, 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 leave it, leave it, leave it. it, was, it was Come on, Greg. <laughs> we like to do things that are fun. Venture's going to get this I don't know, I just always, I'm going to grow in a mustache, and, and you're the guy who likes to show off his chest. I just always have this button open. I don't know. Oh, and that, well, this today it's really open. Like, you, you're showing a lot. You know, too much. It was very Italian. Yeah, like, yeah, it was. It you was should a have lot. a wife beater under you know, there. You, know? you, you should just keep going the other way at this point. Just right, unbutton the button. other we'll one just, too. We'll just I don't have chest hair either. I gotta say, Chris I, Archer skipping off the mound after a strikeout. Oh, that was a dirty Look, slider. Harrison Beta. Ah, uh, there, no, right. Yeah, you could call Alex. Colton Wong just walked, by the way, too. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good one. Who else does that too? Root and Odor leaves his whole jersey open. Oh, the whole thing. Whole thing. Dude, I'm telling you, like below the letters, Texas across his chest. Is all open. Yeah. And his guy doesn't like wear three buttons open. He just doesn't yeah. care. No. So, David Wells used great. to do that, too. David I, and you see, I shouldn't have called him out. Now I, he buttoned it up. He got to button up now. It, it changes the whole thing. Like Changes everything? I mean, that's what you were doing. Yeah. That was... that was. It does look better. That's what made you fun. I mean, it right? looks preppier. That's now, what made you, you fun preppy. for the day. Well, professional. That's professional. what made you fun for the day. And now, okay, now no fun, Greg. You know, for the last 13 minutes, I'll unbutton it. Yeah. It's fair. Let's go. Yeah, loosen up a bit. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> want to do the whole thing? Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, we're in a restaurant. Man. A happy Monday. You have had your shirt off on air before, though. So several remember times. that several times. Yeah. People can't unsee for a that, while. Greg. I mean, you got you got you got lubed up. You got oiled up on the air. That was funny. That uh, was funny. Back in the back in the carton days. Yeah. Wet Sussman. So what, I did it. Was a trooper. Uh, yeah. Got to do. We got to do. Yeah. I like. See, I like it. It's yeah, nostalgic. You, you can pull off the mustache. I think. Nah, it's patchy. Just a mustache you can pull off. No, the yeah. mustache is good. It's man. all there, and I have a it's scar. All there. I have a scar there, so let it grow. Doesn't grow. Let hair. the mustache grow for let's say a month, and just don't shave it. I'm gonna do the patch first. Yeah, you don't tell us the patch. Tomorrow do, I'll have. The I patch. might do the hipster mustache thing. Just if for no other reason to piss off Greg, <laughs> because he keeps he keeps giving me this face whenever I say it. Because the mustache oh, is like doing? Donnie baseball in 1994. Yeah, I don't like it because it's I, not. I did it a few so times. No swag like, to it. it gets in your mouth while you're trying to eat. Yeah. It. It's, it's annoying, but if it, it, if it annoys Greg more than it annoys me, then it's worth it. I don't know, man. The, the, mustache, <laughs> the, the, the whole facial hair thing to me, it just gets itchy and gross. I don't like it. Greg, back to baseball. I asked you a question a couple of uh, segment breaks ago uh, regarding Walker Bueller and whether or not you can bench your, I guess, aces this early on in the season. Now, Jose Quintana, another one. He's not an ace. He might be your you know, SP4, something like that in that range. Walker mm-hmm. Bueller at Colorado and Jose Quintana at Milwaukee. I think in 12-team leagues, you could have had enough replacement value to the point where you can bench those guys this week. I could definitely say Quintana. I will bench yeah, Quintana. I would say at Quintana Milwaukee, Quintana. I mean, yeah. that's tough. That I don't that's want, tough. yeah. If I got, love Quintana this year, but I mean, that's just a bad team. Yeah. Look at what Jack Flaherty did. He got rocked. Yeah. In Milwaukee. In Milwaukee. With Bueller, what? You're the not, not going to do that Bueller, yet? Bueller, I'm not going to bench, no. Dude, Bueller just... He went three innings. He was sailing along. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth inning comes, and he just starts snowballs, one hit after another. And he didn't have a single strikeout yesterday. And that was against Worrisome. the Diamondbacks lineup. The Diamondbacks are not a good lineup. Now he's uh, got to face Colorado in Colorado. Mm-hmm. I would have tried my best to get Walker Bueller out of my lineup this week. I think it's dangerous. To, it's hard to, to do the Walker Bueller thing. Like, Quintana, I, 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 we benched, right? Yeah. I hope. I would definitely bench Quintana. Uh, I, think we, I think we benched him for Alcantara, too, which in Atlanta, not, not the best spot. That's either. the other thing. Who are you benching him for? You know, I, I'm not benching Bueller for, you know, Pablo Lopez right now. I'm not doing it. You know, uh, I can't. Yeah. Our other options were Drew Pomeranz, double start. Uh, yeah, so we put, in, uh, we put in Alcantara at Atlanta, and we also put in Zach Eflin, double start, against Milwaukee and at Washington. Not the easiest matchups either. Yeah. 
There's a lot of guys with like two starts this week that it's not. And Alcantara doesn't have two starts. Yeah, no. like Drew Pomeranz has two starts, but he's going against Tampa Bay, who were really good against lefties, and then the Dodgers. And the problem is, the Dodgers lineup over the weekend. Oh my God, mm-hmm. Cody Bellinger. That's, that's why I what a start. I, I keep Bueller in. I keep Bueller in because he, he has the potential to give you, you know, a solid start. Especially after a bad start, you would think he'd come back. He was a little hurt too, right? Coming into the season in spring training and stuff like that. So, you know, maybe he needs a little time to get back into his groove. There's a few of these fringe guys with two star weeks this week. Like Merrill Kelly has two starts this week, Greg, but he's going up against San Diego and Boston. So I have Merrill Kelly in the main event. And I didn't put him in my lineup, even though he has a two-star week, just because, look, I, the guy hasn't made a major league start in how many years? I mean, he went to uh, Korea and came back. Mm-hmm. He looked pretty good during the spring, but he's going up against San Diego and Boston, two-star week? Yeah. Uh, wait and see approach for me Not when it comes to Merrill yeah. Kelly. Yeah, I wouldn't start him for two stars. Unless you're desperate. I'm not starting Merrill Kelly. Yeah. Two-star guys should be those guys you said. The guys that that already have pitched well or have some upside and have a good matchup, then okay, fine. Frank, one name we haven't mentioned yet, he could find on the waiver wire, pitched really well yesterday, Frankie Montas. Oh, yeah. can't believe we, oh, we yeah, waited yeah. this long. He but, looked uh, real good. I'm actually really excited about okay. him. Really excited about him. I would, I would actually vault him up to, like, just ahead of the other Marlins guy. I think, I think he's almost in the same tier as, like, Pablo Lopez and uh, who else did we talk about? Um, Corbin Burns. Yeah, I think he's almost in that same tier. How come? Because he's throwing a new pitch. Yeah, he's Ooh, throwing new, new pitch alert. He's yeah. throwing a splitter that he threw. Uh, he threw seventeen times on Sunday, and he had four swinging swinging strikes on it. And he had ten swinging strikes total yesterday. But this is a guy who throws ninety six miles per hour with like an eighty four mile per hour changeup. And he has uh, he has a slider that's almost ninety miles per hour. And he has this splitter. No, that, yeah, the splitter looks like a changeup. And he's been around for a while. He has some prospect pedigree, but he throws so hard, and now he's adding in a splitter. Now, if that's going to generate swinging strikes, and he has three legitimate pitches that he can use, and he pitches in Oakland, which is a good place to yeah. pitch in, I'm very, I'm very in. interested in Frankie Bonta. I'm interested. The, I watched some of that game. I watched a lot of his, uh, his at-bats that, where he pitched, and that splitter looked like a changeup that they couldn't even touch. Like, they were completely fooled by it. Completely fooled like by that him a pitch, lot, man. and he was throwing like it in the him. zone. But he pitches against Houston corners. this week, so I would pick him up. But I'm not starting him. He's a guy you have to hold on. You could stash him, you know, when you get two starts or whatever. Good, start, a good start, a good matchup. I like him. He looked good. He looks, and he's throwing 96, 97, 98. And he's gonna get every opportunity because Oakland sucks. Yeah. I mean, the pitching sucks. Yeah, they're, they're off. They're obviously, their lineup. The offense is pretty good. Yeah, but they're. I mean, they're rotation. Yeah. So Montas is gonna get every opportunity, Greg. I'm really intrigued. It's for me. It's Paulo Lopez and Corbin Burns are the, the top tier. And then it's uh, right below them, it's, it's Sandy Alcantara, uh, Matt Shoemaker. Uh, Trevor Richards is probably higher up in that tier. But right there, too, Frankie Montas. Man. I like, like him better than all those guys, to be honest. Frankie, Monta- Frankie Montas and the Athletics are in Houston later this week for Montas' next start. We talked about the wait-and-see approach a little bit, Ventra. Mm-hmm. If he can get by in Houston... Being successful, that's where I jump. Exactly. And I don't know, and that may be waiting too long. Wait, in the wait and see this week? Exactly. But I would pick him up. I'm not going to start him against Houston, but if he does well, then I think after that, we kind of have, all right, two starts in a row where he's looked good and he did it against Houston. Mm-hmm. If he does that, then I might trust him moving forward as a guy like towards the end of my uh, right. fantasy rotation. Yeah, so, so I, I think when it, comes to, when it comes to your fantasy rotation, <laughs> um, I think I'm trying to look at the, the A schedule here. So they got the, wow, 
So they, t- they got the Astros, and then they got the Orioles, where I don't think he pitches, right? So not- He'll probably miss that because he pitched yesterday. He'll probably pitch on Saturday against the Astros. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Right. He'll be that. He'll go that. He'll pitch Friday, Friday against the Rangers, which is fine. Yeah, it's not bad. It's okay. Where? In Texas, in, in the ballpark in Arlington. That's a little That's tough. Not, but still, what you want to see. if he pitches well against the Astros. And I think you might have to pick him up sooner rather than later because if people jump on him now. I actually picked him up in the main event, Greg. You did? I picked up Frankie Montas in the main event. I like I, that. I got him for well, the I like that. results again. I got him. 80, and, uh, no, I got him for 27. So I was, yeah, I was a little bit more out of a thousand. About him. Uh, I got him for 27 out of a thousand budget. Same price as I got Swarzak. No, I got Swarzak for 28 bucks. I got Montas for 27. And I got uh, Ben Zobers for thirty-two. The next closest closest bid on Ben Zobers, thirty-one dollars. It's got to be one dollar behind me. Wow! So I just got lucky. I got Ben Zobers, and I really needed him because I lost Daniel Murphy. Right. There's no one else out there besides. It's ben a fifteen-team league, yeah. so it, it was him, and then my backup. Honestly, my backup bids. I mean, you got to see this. It was like Rosell Herrera for Miami. It was Dwight Smith for Baltimore because he's batting second. I have, I have a little bit of intrigue actually with Dwight Smith. Yeah, only. In 15-team leagues. He was a terror against the Yankees. He's, he's hitting second every day in the lineup, yeah. regardless if it's a lefty or a righty. Yeah. So they're playing him every single day, and he's hitting at the top of the lineup. And so. he did well against the Yankees in some of those games. So White Smith has my attention. And Kettle Marte is not out there. No, not in a 15-team league. He's not available. Is he starting to heat up? Uh, yeah. And how about Renato Nunez? Hits a home run yesterday, too. But I think he's more of, he'll play against lefties. I don't think he's going to play every day. Uh, Brandon Drury, for the time being, he's going to lead off every day for Toronto. They called him their, their leadoff hitter. Yeah. I don't know what that means because the Blue Jays' offense sucks. Mm-hmm. But hey, if, you, if you need a third baseman until Vlad Guerrero gets called up, why don't you just pick up the guy who's filling in for him, Brandon Drury? Yeah. yeah. Or he, he, uh, Healy eligible third base? Yeah. Healy, I like Healy more. Healy's a more nice. for deeper leagues, like yeah. 15 teamers, AL only. Like Brandon Drury should be owned. In back to back starts against the Red Sox, or the two out of the four games he started against the Red Sox, Omar Navaez, two home runs in those games. My guy, you know I was on him, Greg. He went 0 for 9 in Japan, did not start the first game against Boston, came back, hit a home run in the second game, did not play the third game in the fourth, 2 for 5 with a home run there. Omar Narvaez, also a hot start since getting back from Japan. Yeah, I think he's a top 12 catcher, Greg. I think you're probably right. He's a top 12 for me. We know that, you know, top seven or, I guess it's top seven guys that includes like Yadi Molina. Buster Posey, uh, Grendel, uh, Wilson Ramos, obviously. That's like the Ramos top is ripping already, six yeah. or seven. And then after that, it's kind of like a posh, posh, whatever. But Austin Barnes off to a hot start. So if you need a catcher, if you drafted like a Beef Castillo or someone and he's not getting it done for you, Austin Barnes. Yeah. Looks like he's going to play most of the time for the Dodgers. Potent Dodgers lineup. And Omar Narvaez. I mean, the Mariners lineup are not going to be great, this great all season long. Mm-hmm. But while they're hot, you know, the Greggy theory. Get my boy's hot. Yeah. Really, it's just a, especially you know. for a catcher. Yeah, right? absolutely, yeah. absolutely. He's gonna, I think he's going to play most of the time. He's a starting guy. Although they, he, they brought in um, Tom, Tom Murphy, Murphy, actually. Yeah, but he's a righty, so I think it's probably just like a lefty righty platoon. Omar Narvaez is going to play most of the time. Against a- and he batted fifth yesterday. Yeah, right, right Great in the middle spot. of everything. Great spot. Great spot. The Mariners are dressing their lineup bomb yesterday. Yeah, it. it was long gone yesterday yep. uh, for Omar Narvaez. Um. Guys, just a couple minutes left. Is there anything that you want to talk about that you haven't got a chance to get? Chris Paddock, maybe? Yeah, we haven't talked much about Paddock. Pitch a gem. I mean, you started the show off by saying, Oh, you, 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 where are you I wasn't here. Talking about the sheriff hat. I didn't really talk about his performance. The sheriff hat was... <laughs> I was funny. Go right ahead. I mean, listen, the whole Padre staff, 
Yeah, talk giant, about the whole Padres. I know the it's the Giants. Count. <laughs> Start everywhere right, against fine. the Giants. So we'll reset yeah. this next series. There you go. See what they do. But they're intriguing. Attic faces the Cardinals this week. Okay. That counts. That's good. I like that because that's like, a, they're not a great, great offensive team, but they're a good offensive team. So we'll see what, what he's really got. Uh, Lucchese, Paddock. We'll see Strom today. Right? I think he's pitched tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, I think this rotation could be sneaky good. Yeah. All these guys. Paddock yesterday threw 79 pitches. They kind of, all right, they treated him with kids' gloves off the first start here. Only let him go 79 pitches. He had 11 swinging strikes. Uh, mostly fastball changeup. You know, the changeup is nasty. Nasty. Threw a few uh, curveballs. I know he had a strikeout looking on a curveball. Only two hits. Uh, but he only threw the curveball six times out of 79 pitches. So I want to see him work that in a little bit more. I know it's a work in progress. Exactly. His fastball changeup is very legit. He throws a 94 on average yesterday with the fastball. The changeup on average was 83.6. Beautiful. That's exactly what you want to yep, see. That beautiful. 10 mile per hour difference mm-hmm. between his changeup and his fastball. And fooling exactly people. Exactly what you want to see. From Completely that. fool people with it. Um, even. Like, he didn't even give up really hard-hit balls most of the game. Like, he was just get, only pitching one. to soft contact. Only one. He gave up a double to Pablo Sandoval, which right. was an RBI double. That was, uh, that was the only thing, really. Um, and then, you know, also, if that third pitch is just okay, it's good enough because that changeup is that good. About, that oh, boy. Kirby Yates over the oh weekend. Oh, boy. Leads the league in saves. Three saves already. Let's go. The pods. I told you. He was my breakout on the lever pick. This <laughs> Enjoy your afternoons. A lot of baseball on. Should be a fun one. For Chris Ventra and Frank Stample, I'm Greg Sussman. I want to thank Matt Modica and everybody downstairs for all the help. All the help. And uh, we'll all do it again tomorrow. We, we hope. hope.